0: Grab yourself a big deal this lunchtime with great value home cover from SuperValue Insurance. Get a great quote and search SuperValue Insurance now. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. SuperValue Financial Services DAC, trading as SuperValue Insurance, is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
1: Welcome to preach care preach with rashad we are the prophets here in the episode another sermon coming at you from 12 on sports zingo tv apple podcast google podcast and anywhere you can find us rashad man what's going on
2: what it do man Summer's coming to an end it's so a hot part summer. i can't say it no more man <laughs> you know it's it's hot out but you know we we've been to slowly transition to that uh into the fall months pretty soon you know in august september so Let's let's enjoy the hot pot summer while we can, man.
1: Oh, definitely, man. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's been a trying week, uh, you know, for those who who've been essential all all COVID, uh, you know, having to deal with the ups and downs of work, man, and you know, it's uh, it's time to unwind. Why well, got if I finally get to come home and watch some sports before we got like before the next day of work, and I, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. So, um. Uh, you know, get getting to watch the games, it was like what, five, six games on the day. It just it just it just make it make, you know, going to work and come back home even that more fun.
2: Sure, going, watching the games at work no the midday game. Hey, Boy, everything yeah. everything on East Coast time right now. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a rare year, man, where you know, they starting games at one thirty, two o'clock. So you can be on your lunch break or uh, you know, you can just be sitting in your car, you know, just chilling, riding somewhere if you got you know, you were streaming service or something like that. You can be watching the game or at least listening to it while you're doing your thing at work or something like that.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Um so, you know, the two teams already clinched in the bubble and, you know, just got watching the Bucks come back from behind against the Miami Heat. Um at, you know, obviously these two teams have been the best two teams record wise whole season. Um, you know, just as far as like, you know, catching teams on good nights, uh, Giannis, EVP is the reason why LeBron Davis is up there for MVP. Uh, my guy, Chris Middleton, 50, 40, 90, um, just put on a, a crazy performance just a minute ago against the Miami Heat. Um, I, I want to ask you though, like when, when, you, when you are so good, like record wise and, and so far ahead of the pack and you know, only eight games, and if you got a six game lead, it wasn't that many games you had to play to clinch. Well, how do you feel about these teams? Uh, like you know, the Bucks laid down against the Nets. Um, even if the Lakers lost to the Raptors, who they then they clinched the next day. Then they got the Rockets um, on on tonight, and who know? And I don't think LeBron's not playing, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like an, you know another way of sitting down, resting, whatever. W- where is the line between like going hard versus or taking it easy and, and and waiting for the playoffs because that's the most important part.
2: Well, it's different for both teams. For the Bucks, they already had a astounding lead in their conference, so they're thinking, "All right, we just want to get our guys back in shape, stay healthy, and really, all they're playing for right now is just to get to the second round because the second round will be their first chance that true, meaningful basketball. Like the games now, they count, but they don't count. You know, yeah. they they go towards your win loss record. You know, they go towards your coaches. Win loss records for his, you know, career record and Hall of Fame status at some point, whatever, if he, you know, if Bud was to get to that level. But the games kind of really don't count for them. They're just trying to get guys back in some rhythm, shooting the ball, team chemistry wise, stuff like that. You know, you want to protect your stats best way you can for the last eight games just so you can get to 50, 40, 90, or just so Giannis can kind of lock up MVP. But I think for the most part, these eight games really won't change anybody's mind. I think if you already had Giannis MVP, that shouldn't change. If you already had LeBron MVP, that shouldn't change in eight games. So for each team, it's different. For the Bucks, they're just trying to get through, the, get through these eight games, probably going to sweep the Nets in the first round and get to the second round and play whoever is that four or five seed. For the Lakers, on the other hand, I think their main thing was just get a little bit of rhythm, try to figure out their rotations again with right. no Rondo, no Bradley. You brought in JR, you brought in Waiters. So you're trying to really figure out how can we stack up some minutes, who works best with who on the court, off the court, all that kind of stuff. Let's get LeBron back ramped up. Let's get AD back ramped up. Who's going to be our second point guard when LeBron go to the bench? Like they're trying to figure out little stuff like that. So even for them, the games count, but they don't count.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm about to say Charles, Charles Barker said at halftime, about the her memories quote like preseason preseason don't count but they matter, and you know like the bucks like I I've, I've been telling people like they you know I, I I was telling you earlier I was like you know it's it's kind of hard to put a bet on a Lakers team or, or, or a Bucks team just right now because you really don't know and you know we put the you put a bet on the Lakers oh bronze out he's like ah like you know <laughs> how much of a chance do the Lakers really got versus you know uh, Jalen Harden or Russell Westbrook and the boys like. So it's kind of like yeah you, you have to find that balance and and uh, not to not to risk all the way out but also not go too hard because you don't want to get injured like Lopez hitting the floor, Giannis hitting the floor, you know Davis you breathe on him he falls so it's kind of like you don't want nobody to get really hurt going into this playoffs because the the whole that's what that's what you're that's what you're here for you're here to go to the NBA Finals and and, and play and and if you you know you lose key pieces on the way because you're trying to play hard versus a uh, you know, a grizzly team or something. You know, you you know you messing yourself up. And I think you gotta be you gotta be at a straddle that fence. And I, I'm kind of glad the Bucks came back and won this game. Uh, one, so I can wear the hat. Uh, and two, uh, just 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 to show everybody like effort, because like, everybody been talking about about every time they have a bad game, every time the Lakers have a bad game, they're they're the butt of everybody jokes. Clippers lose to the Suns. And I didn't really see too much about the Clippers. You see more about the praise the praise of Devin Booker versus wait, Like on Book, right for the culture, boy. <laughs> right. And then, like, you know, but, like, if the Lakers did that, they'll, they'll be killing LeBron and Davis more than they would be praising Devin Booker, in my opinion. And I didn't do the same thing for the Bucks And I, did, I guess that's because they're winning the most whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so it's it's kind of hard to coast to the playoffs um, with a couple games left, like or four, four games left. And um, it's kind of, like I said, you got to find that balance. And for Giannis and, and, and them and the Bucks and, and – A.D. And LeBron with the Lakers, like you said, you have to find the rotations, all that right good stuff, because you never know what's going to happen. And you see the heat, no Jimmy, no Drogic, how they're going to find rotation. You got to be able to, as a coach, you got to be able to be ready for that. And uh, I think Bud and I think Vogel, they are more, cap- more than capable of doing so. Um, so I do like what they're doing. I-, I wonder how much they're going to rest the rest of the way. Uh, that- that's kind of what I'm looking for.
2: I mean, honestly, I know – we're kind of focusing on the Lakers and the Bucks, but even beyond those those two teams, I think there's probably at least another four or five, maybe even six teams that are kind of just in the mode of these games matter, but they don't matter. Like another example is the Clippers. The Clippers were without Lou Will because of, shout out Magic City, he had to go get his wings. So, you know, we got him.
1: Shout
0: out
2: Magic. Sending prayers to Montrezl Herald with his family stuff. So he's not back with the team yet. Uh, speed recovery to Pat Bev. He he had a little knee, little a few little injuries going on, I think, with his knee or leg, something like that. So even the Clippers, they're not at their peak strength. And they honestly haven't been since training camp, you know, because Paul oh, George, George started late and stuff like that. So even the Clippers, they're just in the, the mode of, let's just try to figure it out. Let's get guys back in shape. And let's figure it out. Um I would also say even Denver's trying to just, let's figure it out. Um, I a lot of injuries. I, 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 I love Michael Porter Jr., but he's come on the last two or three games. You got that elite phenomenon, Bo Bo, who's finally <laughs> coming into his own. They've dealt with Garrett Harris injured off and on this year, stuff like that. So even even the Nuggets, they're trying to just let's just get through it. Are we going to be two seed, three seed? Because I mean, they oh, they, they could dip down, but but for the most part, you know, if you go four and four, I mean, forward, yeah. you're going to be a two or three I, I seed. I hope so. they
1: don't hope they don't go zero and four the rest of the way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so
2: <laughs> yeah, teams like Clippers, uh, Nuggets, even on the East, you know, Raptors and Celtics, they're, they were kind of close for us. Like, you know, I, I value it, but everybody doesn't, you know, like the divisional standings, all that kind of stuff. So like, they were just kind of playing for two, three seeding, But for the most part, their teams are generally healthy. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, let's just win some games, get back in shape, and lock up our spot. So, you know, I think it's a few other teams that were kind of in the mode. let's just get through these eight games the best way we can. You got chemo nursing injury and stuff like that. So just kind of work your way back in. Let's get through it, and let's hope nobody gets any soft tissue injuries so we can go into yeah. the actual playoff series and start trying to, you know, pursue a championship.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you mentioned about the two and three seed. I, I think that does matter just because just because not even for them, because they're going to play each other the second round, but it's like – who you getting in the sixth spot. In the East, you have you have a good solid six teams. And you know, the magic, the magic, they're they okay. You know what I'm saying? They have that's, they, they that's got crappy. pieces. That's right, crappy. right. Yeah they, yeah, they got pieces, but then they're not together. So it's kinda like, okay, if you get the two seed, you're pretty much gonna win the series. And and even even so in as a as a three, but it's like the way it's looking, six is maybe the six seed. And you know, that just you gotta play Embiid. He might be the best player on the court. He doesn't like it any given moment Ben Simmons injury, but you know, if, if he comes back or not, you know, he got a problem But you know to buy yeah, and that could be
2: that. a that could be a huge turning point for the Sixers because If Ben goes out you lose a great defender. Mm-hmm. You lose a great shot creator for your other players And then now you got to figure out who's going that's going to alter your entire rotation of who's gonna be your, your main point guard, Stay your in shape, point boy. guard and you, you gotta you gotta distribute those minutes some kind of way man, so uh, I know MB and Steak and Shake had that thing on the court, but in the <laughs> next game, you know, they were patting on the back. You know, it, it kind of comes with the territory of playing ball. You know, you get caught up in the heat of the moment, but I know MB trust Steak and Shake, and, uh, you know, if Ben does decide to get his knee scoped or does something to end his season, that'll be, you know, something Brett Brown has to figure out because since he's been the coach, He's been under fire for rotations and all kind of stuff, like not being creative with the lineup, not getting mm-hmm. MB more space, not getting Ben more space, not putting Tobias in the best position at time, not putting Jimmy or J.J. Redick in the best spots at the time. So Brett Brown,
0: clock he's going to probably
2: have, it, have, it,
1: have his seat flamed up yeah. on the hot seat. I clock
2: stuff, stuff like this can make or break your, your coaching tenure.
1: Um, Let's let move on to the uh, teams that were like uh, – the most impressive and, and, and the least impressive so far uh, through these four games, um, what you got Fourteen. team? Most
2: impressive. Uh, I I want to just go one team, but I can't. I got to go from the West. You got to go to Phoenix Suns, man. Yes. Four and no And, like, just this is the main thing is this is why the NBA did 22 teams and not just the top 16 or the top 20. Because now you have Devin Booker who – He's not a superstar in the league, but he's he's a very phenomenal player. He's trending towards superstardom. I can't call him a superstar because he hasn't made the playoffs yet, but he has a superstar skill set, mm. and at 23 years old, he's already entered rare air in a lot of scoring categories. But for the Phoenix Suns to be 4-0, that wouldn't happen under normal circumstances. You, know, you would just have a phenomenal player sitting at home, probably getting ready to demand a trade or like, hey, what, <laughs> what are we doing here? Exactly. So, but now, you know, he's on a – basically a world stage because it all eyes are on basketball. So now a lot of people who aren't familiar with D book, they're again familiar with him. They saw his clutch shot, so he's trending on social media, all this kind of stuff. So you gotta go Phoenix Suns in the West. And on the East, you probably gotta I think personally, you gotta go Toronto Raptors just because of they're still impressive. They've had Van Fleet come out and go crazy. You got Kyle Lowry come out and go crazy. And one of my concerns with that team is I don't think they have enough guys who can in the crunch time go get you a bucket, but they've been proven me wrong by having these guys step up in these these key moments, because you can always double them and then he got to kick it out, and you know at times Kyle Lowry's gonna look iffy or stuff like that. But Van Fleet, I think he's in a contract year, he's stepping up big, and Kyle Lowry, he's potentially I think he's on an upcoming contract year, so he's stepping yeah. up. These guys trying to get another bad
1: guy. <laughs> I would say yeah, I'm right I'm there with you with those two teams as well uh you're talking about a team that the sun started off really well but then like Aiden went down for what 30 game suspension and you know the rise of Ubre and all that stuff and um uh, i'm sad
2: he's not out there. exactly
1: and that's, and that's the crazy part like you they haven't really been fully healthy and they are still winning games and uh i think i think if they had Oubre, i definitely would trust them a lot a lot more um uh, in these last you know last few stretches of games um and i'd rather, rather with you with toronto they, i mean I man, we was talking about. I was like, man, I feel like they got they got enough, you know, because even even Ibaka can, you know, he'll have those games where he's not missing shots. He's just seventeen, right? Yeah, 17, so, 18 points. And OG is looking like he's, you talking about versus the Lakers, like he was the primary defender on LeBron, and then you got him scoring twenty points. Like these, these are the type of things that you need, and for a team who lost their who lost their superstar last year, it seemed like everybody took a step up outside of Marcus All. Who you know battling injuries and stuff, yeah, but he, he just did it. but he's, a but, steady he's a, but he's a veteran, and when it comes to playoff series, he's gonna be like he's gonna be a factor. Um, so you know you, those two teams make a uh, a good example. But I I also got to shout your Spurs out, man. I I think I think the writing on the wall that there are they don't need LaMarcus Aldridge like like it's time to trade him. Like bro, we we've been talking about it for a while. Like this 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 proving it why you don't need him. Man, it, it's just. I, I love Lamarcus Aldridge,
2: and we had a good debate about him back when we did, you know, the our 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 own Hall of Fame why he would not be in stuff like that, right. and just it's unfortunate for him. His game has it's, it's aged out, like mm-hmm. the mid range, the they trying to catch it on on the post and post up. It doesn't fit the game anymore because you got him trying to post up get twos, the Rosen trying to post up and get twos, so or at least get mid range. And then something else, people kill this guy on social media a lot, man. They kill him a lot, and I hate to pile on. But the Spurs being without Aldridge and Brian Ford, it's like the team has just kind of opened up. Like Derrick White's getting off. Uh, DeJounte Murphy playing good defense. Keldon Johnson is looking like the next emerging superstar. (laughs) Lonnie Walker, he's been playing solid balls like they had too many guards like you've you kind of taken Bill and Nelly out of out
1: rotation you are taking Ford out of rotation
2: now Derek White's out here playing some of the best ball I've ever seen him play
1: yeah it's 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 it, the proof is in the pudding man and you know the Rosen is the Rosen let the game come to him you you'll, you'll see him like just the Kings he had five points going to the fourth quarter and then boom he ended up with like 20 something and, and, and almost a triple double you know it's it's the, the right guy, the right, they, they do need to be. And I don't know who that guy is.
2: Like, bro, I'm still standing on the table of selling Marcus Aldridge to the paces to go be with his old coach, Nate McNillan, and just take back Miles Turner. You need defense and a big that can space the floor. Turner can give you some block shots, hit mid range, and hit three. You need a, a floor space and big. I started going to trying to get Ibaka, Mark Saul, or something like that. It really ain't too many guys you can get like that that's gonna be attainable anyway.
1: Right, I about to say the only one that, that that probably I mean you don't know maybe maybe Vucevic might be on the table. That's another guy who can stretch the floor, not the defense to Miles Turner, but uh, you know a guy who can who can get you a twenty and ten night. That that'll be you know. But you're right. I think Turner Turner would be a good piece just because he can move. You know he runs without the floor too. So. Um, though you know, the Spurs has shown a lot of signs, and who never, you never know. They might get that 9 seed, 8 seed, in, and be right there in the playing in game. Um, I, I like the Spurs as well. And one more team that's very impressive, we, everybody know it, is the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, just the fact that when they're healthy, it's a problem. And, you know, what we've been saying the whole time, they need front court scoring. We've been saying Mellow to Blazers for at least two three years, and it finally happened, bro.
2: I got a tweet, man. I got a tweet from 2019. The Blazers are mellow away from winning the West, and the Nuggets are Michael Porter Jr. away from winning the West. So I can't wait to say play in the game tonight.
1: Yeah, that's, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I've been, bro. I've been saying, I've been saying a Kevin Love or Mello. You get them, got, you get somebody that's not that's bigger than 6'4", getting a bucket. Like I love CJ. I love Dame, of course. But you know, you gonna need somebody who can who can slow the game down and go get a mid range bucket or or throw it down to it and go score. So I I think that's very unique and then Nurkic, you know, I've already put him in my top five. No, you ain't you ain't with it, but top right, but right now he's he's averaging like twenty two and fourteen, uh like three blocks, uh passing the ball as well. And this guy has won me money as well. So, you know, that's that's a little extra on the side of it. But um I, I feel like this team is just complete. And when you have like a Gary Trent off the bench who can knock down shots, uh, the fact that you have a white side coming off the bench, whether, you know, like White side is a starter not, you know, you do You're like, oh, come on. But as a bench player, as a role player, I mean, that's 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 what you want. And you know, you see him versus the Rockets. Obviously, they're not that big, but you know, you see him be a factor. So, um, I think the Blazers have have proved uh, they belong in the playoffs. And you know, when they when they all come down to a playing game or whatever, I mean, if they get in there. I mean, shut, Lakers, be ready. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. Did they need Nurkic and Collins back? Yeah, they did. But I hate it's killing Whiteside's stats because he was the lead, leader in blocked shots, you know, per you know, per game. So, it's kind of going to hurt his stats a little bit. But Whiteside did have a solid year. Um, as far as, like, how they would match up with Lakers if they got the spot, it, it's going to hurt them to not have a reason. That's a big body throw at bronze. They're not going to have Rodney Hood, another another solid body throw at bronze. So, that's going to kind of hurt them because... I don't want to see Melo chasing Bron around, and I don't want to see Trent Jr. or, or Simons chasing Bron around, you know. So, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to slow Brian down. So he, he could average a know, about 30 saying, points, a 30, a 30, 10, and 8
1: in and, the and first round if you play them. I, I think the, the Blazers, like you said, those two guys are very important. But I think the Blazers match up well because to beat the Lakers,
2: you they need, guard you need play, good guard nobody, play. Nobody
1: can stop them. The guard nobody. play. Ava Bradley. Right. Man. And you need and you no need Rondo. size and you need size. You gotta have good guard play inside. That's why the Jazz don't have Badonovich, That kind of hurt them. But having Mitchell and Gobert, you know, guys like that. So those are teams that can that can really mess with the uh, the Lakers. And like you said, LeBron probably gonna have to go crazy. But on then of that point, can he be that lead man like facilitating? Because he's right now so far through the bubble. He's that's what he's been doing. He hasn't you haven't seen that forty point LeBron. And you never know. Maybe it comes out before the 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 playoffs actually start. But you you're right. You need you need that from him to do that. But against the Blazers, but those four teams, man Raptors, Suns, Spurs, and Blazers. Like I'm so impressed uh, with them. And you know if if the Suns can do anything to to help Devin Booker, you know you you you're not gonna lose one of the best players in the league. So you know hopefully they can do something to you know maybe this 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 bubble can be beneficial for him and you see like okay. You know, Aiton's Aiden's solid and you got Rubio and you all these guys and maybe Cam Johnson might turn into something. Like you you, you just got to hope and you know, you done booking it that's what you are probably looking at before he be like, uh, trade me out of here.
2: Yeah, I wanna shout Pacers out too, man. They were playing a pretty good ball. T J Warren, you know, he kinda had his first first game below thirty. I think he only had like sixteen today. Yeah. He still had a double double, I think sixteen and eleven. So he's still playing solid ball, you know, it's just you know, I mean you they do been shooting the lights out for three straight games. At some point, you will cool off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even, yeah. even 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 KD, Steph Curry, Kobe, Eric, even the greats have an 18-, 16-point game here and there. So, uh, But the Pacers, they've been playing pretty good ball considering all they've dealt with on all the depot, the all those guys. So, man, shout-out T.J. Warren. I know you were saying you want to see a one-on-one uh, last time we were <laughs> we were here, man. So, shout-out T.J. Warren. He, he's still T.J. Buckets, man. Uh,
1: a couple teams that's uh, been unimpressive. Um, you we know, don't team I had to go I, I have to go with the Mavs as a whole. And that's just because like I, I think it's more because we on a, it's on a stage now that we can't play defense. <laughs> like I think I think that's what it is. I, I, and you know, at some point you're gonna have to strap somebody up. But you think you think you look at a team, I mean who you got? I mean, Porzingis, yes, because he's long. You got Luca, you got Curry, you got Tim Hardaway, none of that screams out to me defense. And, uh, you know, if you want to contend in the West, yeah, you can have all these shootout games and you have the capabilities of going to shootouts with people, Trey Burke off the bench. Like you got, you got the firepower to do so, but it's like, is, is that going to win out or can you go far enough in the playoffs with that, you know, philosophy? And I don't, I'm not sure they can, but, um, so
2: the- they're definitely gonna be matchup dependent come playoff time. Like they're gonna have to hope that they can get draw like a Rockets, <laughs> a, uh, 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 yeah, a, a Rockets matchup, or maybe even Denver like a, in a two seven three six. Like I, I doubt they can get the four or five. So they they gonna need to try to draw. Yeah, not uh, Rockets there. or Nuggets, something like that, because they if they get Clippers. I mean, they're gonna be out of here because the, the wing defenders over there are gonna be locking Luke up. When like, you can't yeah, lock up. can't superstar. lock him up.
1: you, know you can't lock Luke so, yeah, up. Yeah, you
2: can. You can lock up a superstar, but you know but he won't be as effective as he normally would be. All
1: right. I'm about to say yeah, if because a team like the Clippers who pride themselves on defense, like the whole team, like everybody, proud of on defense. It's gonna it's gonna be hard. But I mean, like like you said, like you going you're gonna have to find that matchup. But yeah, that's that's been unimpressive to me and obviously uh the grizzlies um uh, and it's to me i think it's i think covid the reason why they are down like before before the break i know i was like the Grizzlies. they probably not gonna fall off just because they've been playing you know they've been playing too good and it's kind of hard to stop them and like but now they had the break and everybody's getting you know readjusted it's like the young guys just they just couldn't do it and you know the losing close game to the spurs losing uh, close games to with well, the Jazz, so you're losing a lot of these close games, and you're not finishing. I mean, now you're about to go 0-8 because I really don't see no wins the rest of the way. Because we already talked about how hard the schedule was, and now no Jaron Jackson, who all he want to do is shoot anyway. I mean, you got you got to you got to hope the the you know Brandon Clarkson and Dylan Brooks step up, and that's that's a lot to ask for when they, these guys are not, you know, 25 point scorers. So uh, the Grizzlies been been unimpressive, but at the same time, it's like were they overachieving at the beginning? Maybe so.
2: Yeah, I won't knock the Grizzlies just because they're they're kind of in that mode that OKC was in. Like nobody thought they would even be there, so everything that they were doing was overachieving.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But but a team that I thought coming into this thing, not regular season, but coming into the bubble, who I thought should be very very impressive based upon their schedule, the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean. You guys got rested up. You had a chance. Zion's on Instagram and stuff looking like a freak of nature, looking like a doggone machine. And then now you know, he getting some games. He looked like he's kind of heavy, breathing pretty hard. And then you got all the rumors going on about his knee, his body. Is he breaking down? Is he not breaking down? Why are the Pelicans being so cautious with him? Why they want to let him play, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Pelicans, they I think they've underachieved because they had a, a very, very favorable schedule. And, you know, people are kind of thinking, all right, well, it's going to probably be them or the Blazers that can nap that eight spots and we can get a a LeBron, Zion, or something like that. So, you know, I think the Pelicans have pretty, been pretty disappointing. And you and I were talking about it kind of off wax today, like how they might not even get the nine spot. Like they, they lost terribly to the Kings today. Like they yeah. – they have the magic and a couple other tough games coming up. They might not even be in position to get the nine spot. right now, they're they're in thirteen. Yes, and <laughs> that, that's basically that's tied with the Spurs, that's tied with the Kings, and you still got to try to beat Grizzlies, Blazers, and Suns. So they are they're in a pretty pretty tough spot going the rest of the way. They have to basically win out and get help from everybody else to even get where they need to be. So I'm more disappointed in the Pelicans more than anybody. And, of course, you know, I I got to mention uh, the Sixers just because of what they've been going going through. Still haven't learned how to space the floor out. I mean, I don't know. what. I don't know how many times time you got to tell at, 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 at this point, I don't know how many times you got to say it. Y'all got to figure something out. I, hope, I don't want to see guys be injured, but maybe this being Sinistering can be a blessing in disguise for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it's just, it just so hard. Uh, I do like the Sixers one because you're right. You can't let TD1 get 53 I, Nobody's saying TJ Warren can't put the ball in the basket because that's all he done his whole career, he did high school, college, but fifty three, like, come on, like that just that just unheard of. And then yeah, and you had to have Steg and Shake hit a hit a just game winning shot just to beat the Spurs <laughs> and you know so it was kind of like you, you you really not being what what we thought you would be and you know I thought coming to the bubble the Pacers were going to be the team to fall off. Sabone is getting hurt, Depot don't know if he's going to play or not. Um, and then you know, broaden at that time wasn't there, so it's kind of like you thought they were gonna be the ones to take a step back.
2: Yeah, no, no, Jeremy Lamb, so.
1: right? No, Jeremy Lamb, and then yet yeah, the Sixers are. The, so we we all we all thought this the six seed gonna be the pace, and, and that way the the East, you know, the four or five are gonna be the great the, the great series, while two and three get out unscathed on and one get unscathed. On but that's not how it's gonna play out. Now you're gonna have probably gonna have really all tough matchups. except The one and two seeds, so like this, even the six and three gonna be something crazy because six probably won't go away but I don't think they I think this will be another year of underachieving and and this this I mean I I hate I hate the I mean I, I think a lot of teams get that pass for like for COVID. like you can have that pass okay well it's because of that that's what let's, let's wait to next year but I don't think Sixers is one of those teams I, I think this is the this is the time they break up and uh you have to something have to go Brett Brown uh Trade Embiid or you know some yeah. you got you got to do something because this this you're, you're like Heat passed you, Boston not passed you, Toronto not going nowhere, Milwaukee as long as I was there he not going nowhere so you're always going to be at least fifth to sixth best and Pacers got the bet, a better team than you you just got you know you just got a, a better player bigger names right stars exactly. yeah. so you got more stars so that's the reason why you you up there so you're six really anyway so. Sixers, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I, you're right. Man. I don't know how many times you got to tell guys to be space, space, floral, but they just don't want to do it.
2: Yeah, with two years back to back of a second round ceiling, and this year you could potentially be a first round exit, and if not, you'll probably get bumped in the second round. You know, because I think if they are the sixth seed, that'll be you versus Boston. If you get lucky and beat Boston, I doubt you'll beat Toronto in the second round, and then if you're the four or five. I thought coming into the year, that they would have the firepower to beat the Bucks, but how they've been playing, I don't think they can do it. Or they probably can't even beat the Heat at this point, so either way you're looking at a first or a second round ceiling. I mean, that is my final prediction coming into the year, but just the way they've been playing, now this being stuff, it's not looking too good for Philly.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Uh, we're gonna take a uh, quick commercial break. We'll be right back.
2: At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now, you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of August. Fair usage policy applies.
0: Spot big value over a spot of lunch with great value car cover from SuperValue Insurance. Get a great quote and search SuperValue Insurance now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. SuperValue Financial Services DAC trading as SuperValue Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
1: All right, Rashad. So uh, let's talk about who's going to get into this, into this playing game. I think that uh, I, I, I think we're now with four games left, it's kind of pretty much easy to see who's going to get there. Um, so we got we got the Grizzlies, who we I believe are going zero eight. They had they have, they have uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, the Raptors, Boston, and Milwaukee to end the season. Um, yeah, they're, they're done. That's, they're finished. Yeah, we, well, we can go and stick a fork in them. And toss and like out. and like
2: the crazy part is they're already at thirty two wins. Like if they probably
1: just got one. one they'd, they'd be good. Probably good.
2: Think.
1: I mean, <laughs> that's that's, and that's the crazy part. But I mean, I mean maybe the Bucks don't play nobody the last you know what I'm saying the last game of the season. But by then it might be too late, you know. So, um, the Grizzlies we can go put them out. We can go take them out. Um, so right now, right now the the, the standings is a uh, at eight. Portland 9, Phoenix Suns uh, as number 10. Spurs 11, Kings 12, and Pelicans are 13. Um, The furthest team back are the Pelicans and the Kings, and they're 2.5 back from the Grizzlies right now uh, with four games remaining. Um, Portland one game back. Uh, Phoenix two games back. And so is the Spurs two games back as well. All right, so what do you think is going to happen? If I had to make a prediction, I'm saying the playing game is going to be Portland Suns. And and honestly, that means that means the Suns are going to be pretty good teams because they have Miami next, uh, OKC, Philly, and Dallas. And you talk and we talk about Dallas defense, so I think Phoenix, uh, you know, poses a good threat there. Uh, Philly's being banged up and stuff, they pose a good threat there. Um, OKC, you never know what you're really going to get. Uh, I think the OKC team is really is is built really great as far as like you know guard play, big men, you got wing shooting. I mean, um, they only
2: have uh, Schroeder right now.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of bad. But this this guy, guy's he's not he's not too bad. Um, yeah, uh, and he also got Miami, which you know that probably might be a little bit too much for him. But you never know. We thought the Clippers were too much for the Suns. So um, I, I think I think the Suns and and the Blazers had the hardest schedules left. Um, but yet I had the most confidence in them, and that's probably just because of what the bubble has shown me so far. Uh, Portland got Nuggets tonight. Uh, Clippers, uh, Sixers. Uh, Mavericks and the Nets, so uh, that's another hard schedule except the last game of the season, so uh, what are you saying as far as who who you think will get that playing game? Well,
2: I think the Blazers are kind of a lock, just their mm-hmm. talent is too much to deny, I mean, right. even with their schedule, I think they they have the talent to beat some teams, and of course, like you said, with guys you know, not not playing, or just different situations, stuff going on, so I definitely think just the Blazers talent will get them in the eight or the nine spot. And my, my fandom wants me to chip for the Spurs to get there. Um, I I can see it happening because they are playing some pretty good ball right now. They haven't really lost any bad games. They, they were pretty close with Denver They could have took out Philly if it wasn't for the last second shot. But I, I, I did something about that, that Pelican schedule, man. I just think they can, they can kind of run off a few and get there. It just, <laughs> like, it's, 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 yeah, it's, you know, it it it's just something about that I y I don't never say it's really, but it's just something about how their their last four games are set up where I can just see the Pelicans just getting those wins and getting in there. I think they're gonna play the Grizzlies a couple of times. So either the Grizzlies gonna get one and they're gonna be in there or the Pelicans can kinda run the table. You you know, you got the Magic missing Jonathan Isaac. Still ties talented team at missing Jonathan Isaac. If you're playing the Grizzlies there, missing some key guys. and haven't really found their rhythm yet. And you basically have all the advantages with Ingram, Zion, and you got better shooting with J.J., great wing defender and 20-point guy in Drew. So, I think it, it'll wind up being Blazers, Pelicans.
1: Um, the, the Pelicans, the rest of their season, they got the Wizards. So, uh, yeah, easy win. Easy win. Uh, they had the Spurs, the Kings, who are in the same boat as them, and then they, they finished off with the Orlando Magic, who, if if, if I was to say at, at – they should be at least two and two. Uh, now, what is, does that get you in? You know, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Spurs, though, because the Spurs got Utah, who's – Tough matchup, is 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 but they,
2: they play similar.
1: But is it really Utah when, when Gobert are, uh, Gobert's already out, Conley's out, Mitchell's out, um, and I want to say somebody else is out, too. So, they, they're sitting like four starters. So, Spurs should take care of that. The Spurs should take care of that. So, that would be a win for the Spurs. Then you got the Pelicans versus Spurs matchup. Now, that could be a decided factor, but Pelicans also – Pelicans, like you said, the way it's set up is for the Pelicans just because you beat Wizards because they have nothing. I mean, my boy uh, Hachimura out there who opened but and Troy Brown. But you beat the Wizards, you hold all the cards if you beat Spurs and the Kings. Like, you beat, you beat both of them, you knock them out. Like, you, you take them out of the way, and then you finish off with the Magic. So, it is a path for you to go 4-0 – you have the talent to go four zero because when you play in the Spurs. I mean,
2: you basically got two elimination games. Like if you if you right. win both of them, they're out. But if you lose one, you kind of give you know a little free play to have your fate decided by somebody else's game.
1: Right. So and, and this, the Kings, Kings got Houston and the Lakers. So Lakers probably won't be playing nothing, playing for nothing. But but the Kings, the Kings get the Rockets. Like you know, the Rockets are still playing for seeding. So you know you can. I mean, I'm not saying you can just chalk up a win because anything can happen. But it's like, as far as you know, the favorite and underdog, they're going to be heavy underdogs in that game. And you know, Fox and Bogdanovich and the rest of the guys can can, can they get, went crazy tonight, right? <laughs> so they can do. They might can do it again. So uh, Kings, they do have the Nets. So that's that's a good part of their schedule. Having the Nets and they get the Pelicans as well. So I think all these teams can beat each other. You know, run around. But like Phoenix, yeah, their schedule is pretty tough. And but they don't hold no card like they don't play anybody that's that's one of those teams. Neither does Portland. So I can see what you, what you mean by the Spurs because Spurs. I mean, Utah twice, the Rockets and the Pelicans. If you beat the if you beat Utah both times, which you should tomorrow, and then you and you play the uh, the Pelicans, you you right there. And I don't know, man. It's go, it's gonna be an interesting battle. But uh, I, I just I just want I just want D Booker to like play the Blazers. But
2: see, the crazy the crazy thing is. A lot of these teams need to win three games and hope the Grizzlies lose out. And then, even still, at that point, you know how is the, the the win percentage going to play a factor because teams have played different amount of right. games. So, so that that's really going to be a, a underlying factor too. But I know that I know just mathematically, the Grizzlies have thirty-two wins and Spurs, Pelicans, Kings, and I think even the Suns—they're all tied at twenty-nine. So yeah. I can't remember if they played the, the same amount of games, but I just know that could be a factor in the win percentage part.
1: So the the Suns are down two games to the Grizzlies, and they played the exact amount of games. Blazers played the exact amount of games as the Grizzlies. Um, I was the Pelicans. The Pelicans and the and the Kings have played, what well, have played? I think one more game. So like you said, that's going to be that determining factor, uh, percentage wise. But you know, if it's Suns and Portland, you got to think. I mean, Memphis can they can beat somebody, but I mean, if it's going to beat anybody, it's because the Bucks lay down in the final game for the playoffs. Or they they surprise OKC. I, I don't think Boston and Toronto are in positions to – or even Thunder either, like, to 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 not play hard and, and to not get these wins because seeding's going to matter. And like you said before, if you're Dallas, you want to avoid the Clippers. Uh, OKC, you might want to avoid um, the Rockets or the Nuggets. I don't know who whoever, whoever the, the, the matchup base is for. So, um, it, it's going to be very interesting. I just want D-Book to play Dame and, like, have this kind of, like, battle – and I, I want like, you know, I, I wanna be a couple two forty
2: point scores, man. Right. Two guys who got they they
1: can light it up. And I really I really just want Dane to have I'm not Dane, but D book to like have this great game because you know the everybody's always riding him about like, like not winning. And I mean obviously you when you put in that situation, you put in Phoenix and they draft Aiden instead of Luca. I mean, who knows how much things change or you know, you don't you don't have Oubre right now. So it's kinda of like you, you do have different things that's going against you. Phoenix don't really drive well, guys they drive the first round, not the team anymore. Uh, Chris, he's on the Rockets now. you got Jaren Jackson. He went to the G – not Jaren Jackson, Um, Josh Jackson. He was in the G League at one point. And uh, Bender, Dragon drag Bender, he – nothing. Like, so it's – you can't really blame D-Book for the situation he's in. So, it's like I kind of want him, like, to have this meaningful game, playing game, and, like, try to see if he can get in there. I mean, obviously the Blazers are probably too talented, but it's worth a shot.
2: I mean, I'm just glad he's on the stage, man
1: yeah yeah yeah. and to me this is every game you're playing is meaningful to me so this this is he's ride die, and they can't really lose no games they, they want to make it so you got so you got uh so you say so you saying pelicans in Portland I'm going with Phoenix in Portland so they're pretty much saying that we, do, so you, you you don't believe in the Kings at all
2: I did before man like they were my Coming into the season, they were my surprise team that could make the playoffs, and I had Blazers out. But, of course, we know everything's changed with 2020. (laughs) But I just uh, – without some of their talented pieces, man, I'm a little skeptical about the Kings. I'm I'm a huge fan of De'Aaron Fox. I love Bogdanovich. But no Bagley, you know, just a a couple – it's just a couple things about them uh, that kind of give me cause cause and concern.
0: Grab yourself a big deal this lunchtime with great value home cover from SuperValue Insurance. Get a great quote and search SuperValue Insurance now. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. SuperValue Financial Services DAC, trading as SuperValue Insurance, is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
1: Come home to ultra fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games. Stream music and download movies at ultra fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just 30
0: euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location set up, these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. So,
2: I get you. I mean, Luke Wald's a decent coach, but it's just certain stuff about the Kings. Um, I'm I'm iffy about, and man, I need to talk to Apple Music, not Apple, but just Apple, iTunes. Somebody can when we when we type out keys can they stop auto-correcting the cones? Like bro, I'm so yes. tired of that, bro. Like bro, yes. I'm so tired of that. Like every time you type out keys it I don't care if it's on Twitter, text message, whatever,
1: WhatsApp. Why they gotta auto-correct the cones? Wow. you right? You right about that. I'm about to say. I think. I think my, my be uh. Is it is it the Blazers? I I I've been typing too fast for myself. So that's, that's probably why i mess my own stuff up. But like, I can tell bro, you right even now.
2: sometimes when you type in heat, it it, it, it auto correct to here.
1: Like, bro, I know <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Start doing this to me. <laughs> and it, I feel like they be in your head sometimes. Like they be like, I know what you want to say, but let me go and mess you up. Then because I I type before I proofread, I just hit send tweet oh man come on now like he like today i I put a tweet about you know about what we're gonna get into next i said he but i meant to say b It autocorrect i was like come on bro that's
2: just
1: yeah apples yeah come on do better please
2: if it's put them one or two minutes and nobody responded to it like it oh i go delete that tweet and recorrect myself (laughs) but when it's a text message it's it's already gone then you gotta send like three texts like i i mean kings
1: i mean kings <laughs> All right, let's let's change gears to the NFL side, bro. Um, so, uh, two guys who's been disrespected a lot uh, in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I, I want to get our take on it. So, Derek Carr came out and said that he's you know he's been respected. Uh, he's been one of the best. You know, he's been solid, a good completion percentage last year. Uh, not too long ago, he was a, a top five candidate for MVP. Um, to the, to the Raiders, twelve and four. And then you got Matthew Stafford, who, you know, he's been duct taping that franchise together since he had been there. Um, a poorly ran franchise from Barry Sanders to all the way to Matthew Stafford. Man,
2: they say just say forever.
1: Forever, yeah. You got you guys you got <laughs> Megatron.
2: It, it, it just say it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, Megatron said, Megatron said, I ain't come back. Like he, <laughs> Barry said, I ain't come back. Like they just they just gave up on it it 'cause just how bad the franchise was. So, um, who who do you think was the most disrespected? Uh, who has been most respected, Stafford or, or Derek
2: Carr? Um, honestly, both of them, man. And you could also throw in guys like Kirk Cousins too. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I'm a huge fan of Matt Stafford, but I'm going to just lean Derek Carr for right now. Like he's—I mean, these guys been in trade rumors, trade talks, all kind of stuff. You know, we we know the Raiders haven't been the Similar to the Lions, but slightly better. They haven't been the most well-run organization over the last, what, probably 20 years. I mean, I know they made the Super Bowl in 02 with um, uh, Bill Callahan once Gruden had left, and they lost to the Bucks in uh, a devastating performance. (laughs) And then kind of after that, you know, they were – I mean, Rich Gannon won MVP. You had Jared Rice on the back end of his career. But for the most part, they were just drafting – all these white wide, wide receivers, drafting Jamarcus Russell. you missing man. on every pick. Like, they were terrible <laughs> for so long. And then you finally get you a, a decent year, uh, 2016, Derek Carr's in the MVP race. but And you, you draft Khalil Mack, and, of course, you trade him to get some assets. But I think I would just lean Derek Carr for this conversation, man, just because outside of his rookie year, he's probably been one of the most underrated guys in the league. You know, you, you take his rookie year out, last five years he's completing 65% of his passes. That's, I mean, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really turn the ball over too much. He has like a 2-1, to 2.5 uh, touchdown to INT ratio. He's had two 4,000-yard passing seasons. And then there were two other years where he barely missed 4,000 yards just, by just a little bit, you know, so, I mean – He's not the the Patrick Mahomes, or the Deshaun Watson, the Carson Wentz type of guy. But when you consider what he's had to work with his career, I mean, what else do you want from the guy? I and mean, he's he's not gonna be the guy that can carry the franchise, but right. if you put him in a decent situation, he can make something work. And I think Stafford's the same way. Stafford's been duct taping Detroit and getting them to nine to seven for I don't know how many years, like and that's in a division with Ann Rogers who for the better part of his career, has been if not the best quarterback, the second best quarterback, and at this point now, top five quarterback. And then you got Minnesota, who's always going to be from eight and eight to eleven to five any given year. And the Bears, and the Bears I don't care. I, 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 yeah. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's Jay Cutler, Rex Grossman, who <laughs> else? I don't, I don't. I don't care. Trubisky, I don't care. They're going to put out an elite defense, and you got to still go play them at. Their so the field, field. in 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 the, in the freezing in the freezing cold. Man. That's gonna always be a toss up matchup, and they had Lovey Smith who's the defensive coach. So, you know, the Lions are. I mean, they're in a tough division, man. So what Stafford's been able to do for them
1: has been impressive. Uh, let me tell let me tell you how disrespected Derek Carr has been. These boys signed Marcus Mariota, and they're talking about QB battle. That's disrespectful. Like I don't know how disrespectful you can get. Like they're talking about some. Like you see shows like, like is Carr going to finish the season? Come on, right? that that's disrespectful. Like that's that's what that's when you know you're being disrespectful.
2: Yeah, unless you th- unless you're trying to say they're going to start tanking. That's the only way you pull a Derek Carr. That's the only yeah. way you pull a Derek Carr. If you're not going to start tanking or trade him to somebody, that's the only way Mario should play a game.
1: And and, that, and that, that's and that's what I guess he means because like you shouldn't be hearing these talks about Mariota starting. Like no, no, we, we we've seen this in Tennessee. What what happens? But, you know, out loved this guy coming out uh college. So, you know, I I guess whatever. But, yeah, that, that's, that is disrespectful. But, yeah, I, I'm going to leave more of the Stafford side because, like you said, Derek Carr is not going to be a guy to carry your franchise. He's not going to be Mahomes, Russ. Uh, we, we know this. And when you know what you got and how to build around it, I mean, yes, he's not going to demand $50 million like Mahomes getting. But a $25, $30 million quarterback who, who can – who can be a top twenty, top fifteen guy? You put the pieces around them like they have. Josh Jacobs, you got Waller, you drafted Rooks, Tyrell Williams. Like you got pieces. You drafted uh, uh Colt Miller, right tackle. You signed Trey Brown, left tackle. You got the pieces to you know p- to protect them. And the defense is slowly coming along. But you got what? Um, Clinton Farrell, Crosby, all these young guys. Man, like the Raiders are in a good position. So this this is the year for Derek Carr to show to show. Hey, I can still do this. Um, but you know, like you said for the Stafford part though, I think outside outside of Mahomes and outside of Mahomes and Russ, and obviously because the Ravens have this Lamar system that they run, Stafford can go anywhere and I don't think a team like let's say for example like the like the Packers, I don't think they fall like you know like if Rogers is gonna get you thirteen, I think Stafford can get you twelve to thirteen wins. I think he goes to the Vikings he might be a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. He go he go he go pretty much at least twenty five teams at least, without debate, that he can go on the team right now and win. And I, I think that's that's a lot of people like, you know, want to give him flack for not making the playoffs, not winning, or the Lions collapse. Well, outside of the Dominican Sioux and Meg- and Megatron, who who has been on his team that's better than him? Or close to him? I mean, Golden Tate. Marvin Jones are all fine players. Kenny Gallagher emerging as a star. Never had a good running back. I mean, how I many? Never had a good O-line. O-line. <laughs> and, he, and he played, outside of last year, he played every single game up to this past season.
0: Okay, first day back. Are we ready to leave? School shoes on? Check. Coats and bags? Check. Smile on Aoife's face? Check. Smile on Sean's face? Check. Huge smile on Mom's face? Oh, yes! woo Let's go! <laughs> School bags and school shoes from Littlewoods Ireland. Back to school victory celebration from Mum. From Nike to Clarks, find the back to school brands you love at LittlewoodsIreland.ie.
1: And that's without O-line. The defense never was good, so you have to have the shootouts to even compete. So I mean, fired Jim Caldwell way too soon, right?
2: And now Patricia. I mean Patricia, he, he had some okay, is just the double check tree, yeah. but come on, man.
1: So yeah, so you you got these disadvantages. I think. That Stafford is faced with, and yeah, you can say their excuses, but at the same time, like you know, I think I believe Stafford's a top ten quarterback. I have been that for saying that for a while, and you know, when my team him, I be I be nervous about him. I'm not. I mean, everybody, everybody else they get it where they fit in, but Stafford Stafford one of those guys that you know you know you know the camera. You know you're watching the game, and like the camera shows Stafford, and he's run. You know, like Rodgers and those type of guys, Mahomes, and they just running around or moving around the pocket and the ball leaves the screen, and the TV go follow it, and somebody wide open, you'd be like, you be like, damn, how, how did that happen? I've one of those guys. Like, I remember Romo do it effectively. Like, you'd be like, there's no way nobody open. He's dancing around, can't find nobody. Boom, accurate pass. I think Romo, Rodgers, Mahomes, all those guys would be scary. I put stab right up there as far as, like, when when the when the going get tough, like, you know something about to happen. He'll, he'll throw the thing up to Galladay perfectly, Marvin Jones perfectly, go Tate. Take it off and he go twenty yards for a touchdown. So I, I think he he always he always had good receivers, at least one or two. Um, but the running game, the O line, all that stuff matters uh, in football. And you know he don't got it. But so Stafford has been respected because when you say a top ten, people want to say oh he don't win. But I think it's pretty much similar like Devin Booker and all those guys like that in NBA.
2: Yeah, everybody's situation matters, man. Like depending upon, I mean this is a caveat, but depending upon how at this stage of their career, you value Brady and Breeze. Stafford is a top-ten quarterback. I mean, all right, we're going to definitely say Mahomes is number one and Russ is number two. And then I think you have to say Aaron Rodgers is still top five, top ten. got to put Deshaun Watson there. you got to put Wentz up there. So that's that's like five guys who you can say are better than Stafford. I'd say Matt Ryan also. But after that, and I guess we'll say Lamar, he's a running MVP. But after that, you know – it's, it's debatable because Brady's older, Breeze is older. Um, depending upon how you value Dak, you can throw him in there. But Stafford, even Curtis Cousins as well, like they could be top ten quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, and they're right there. So it's like, it's like you know, I, I feel for Derek Carr, I feel for Stafford. But, like, you know, situations, like you said, it doesn't matter. And the Raiders are putting something around, at least for the quarter, whoever the quarterback will be. Now, do they believe in Derek Carr for the long term? I don't know. Uh, but they signed Mariota's like a two or three year deal, so
2: yeah, two year deal. So yeah, he's
1: man. the backup, and who if they either draft a T. Law or Justin Fields, they tank, whatever. But I don't, I don't think Derek Carr is a is a, is a bad fit there, and you know we'll see the season what he can do. Uh, I don't think the Lions just the Lions don't have the roster to compete with the Packers and the Vikings, and and they be right there with the Bears, and I think the Bears have a better roster than them. So it's like and you know you know and the coaching don't really help the Lions either. Um,
2: it does Right, so it's <laughs>
1: so it's kind of like you know Stafford not gonna be in a good situation again. So I, I'm I'm really hoping and I'm really praying that the Lions cut him, you know, because they couldn't do it this year cause it was like a a thirty million dollar cap they hit, but next year I think it drops to like in the teens. So I mean maybe the franchise maybe want to move forward to find the next guy. That's what I'm hoping, or Stafford want to leave because he gets to a situation where you know, all these all these jobs coming up next year like what if Canada's work out in New England or whatever, and he go pair with Josh McDaniels. You you, you let him get into a, a, a stable franchise, right, good luck.
2: Yeah, Stafford, he, he's 32 right now, I think. So, you know, and Derek, Derek Carr is under 30. He's like 28, 29. So, you know, you got New England where that's a good head coach offensive coordinator that can help both guys' career resurge or – how, how long does Brady last, how long does Breeze last, where well, they can kind of go to um, New Orleans right. or Tampa Bay, something like that, man. Or if they can finally get out of their own way, you let get foes out of there and get Trubisky out of the Bears. What hey, chill, together.
1: chill. I don't want that. <laughs> and, then, and,
2: and then you got to think about, man, the Washington football team. That's a spot with Ron Rivera. So, you know, you got some good spots yeah. that these guys could land in and, and potentially have some success because outside of the Cowboys – I mean, I like the Eagles' potential, but the Cowboys kind of had like a set theme. But you know, that's a tough division anyway. But Dame Jones emerging, I think. I think Washington football team is like is, is a QB away because I, I don't trust Haskins at all. Hey, and I want, I want him to be great, but I don't trust Haskins at all.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe Haskins just needed a little break for the Washington football team. Haskins and them boys. <laughs> <laughs> Haskins and them boys, man. Hey, so we got a few minutes. Um, so next week. Uh, we're going to talk about our profit playoff theory. Um, I think I think that when we explain this to everyone it is it, it's, it's going it's going to make a lot of sense and we're going we're going to, we're going to show proof of, of, you know, of last season, the year before. And I think for the for the people who like to gamble on teams, um, and while we predict the teams that we do, um, you know things change for example. Uh, we, we both we both liked the Steelers last season. Um Obviously, when Big Ben went down, we we had to bail. I know I did. I because I because you you went from potentially the best quarterback in that division to the worst quarterback in that division. So, and that's even with the Bengals having you know uh, who's the backup. Who, who did even with yeah? They They, Ryan Finley was in there.
2: they had Ryan Finley, and he still <laughs> still then Rudolph better.
1: and Doug Hodges. Exactly. So so when we, I mean, I don't really want to give too much away about what we think the what we think of. Uh, teams that make the playoffs what, what they got in but but going going through everything like even was like you know going through research and everything that we've been doing, um, I thought I thought like when you look at the rosters, look at the quarterback, you'd be like, Okay, I can see where y'all are gonna fit in, take a look take a peek at the schedule, see what things are going to happen. And you'd be like, Yeah, there it is, right there. Like and you can you pretty much can find out who's gonna make the playoffs uh, outside of you know, key injuries. I mean, and, and, that's, and that's where the theory comes into play and that how the theory is going to be like be able to fluctuate throughout the season. Uh, we just name, we named one example with Big Ben. Uh, I would think another example would be um, – was another example? Aaron Rodgers. Right, you know, so Aaron Rodgers go down a broken collarbone or something. That that changes your whole outlook on the NFC North. Um, I think in the NFC South, we, we – first of all, we was – I was in Atlanta to win the division – um but i just can't get this defense. yeah
2: we, we 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 both were riding we, we was heavy, we and was
1: riding that last year but you know you, you would think this defense would come alive at some point and they and they they couldn't get it together and uh and even even with breeze went down he was like man do we like build on Atlanta? Or do we build on the saints too but who are you gonna go to um and then like um it, but the falcons showed you what they could have done toward the end of the season so it's kind of like all right all right Atlanta. like you couldn't do that early in the season so I think it's gonna be a good a good way to predict uh what, even the Titans, how we were saying to holds you
2: back and you put Tannehill in, you'll surge a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. It, it it can go different ways depending upon your situation and stuff like that.
1: Right. Um uh, I think I think uh this season I think this season you can kind of see the writing on the walls for most teams. Um I would say like uh, just to give out the division, like an AFC East, um, uh, you know, you know, trying to debate Who's who's better, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Who's gonna take that next step, trying to catch that one versus all right? Cam's here, established, but is he gonna be healthy? And I think you know, with the Miami team, all right, they have they have a great roster building around building around everything they got, and if they can strike gold. Here they are. So, and this is this really how we predicted our our surprise teams. And
2: I mean, if, if I'm if I'm Sam Donald, I'm opting out. Then no. <laughs> Hey you! Hey, hey, you! I'm, funny. I'm, I'm, I'm making a late call. Like, <laughs> hey, I got to opt out.
1: Hey, you funny for that one? Because Adam Gates would probably get fired if Donald opt out. Um, but get yeah, fired anyway. but yeah, like we we this playoff this private playoff theory works because if we had if we believed in our theory more, you would have put that money on the 49ers because you was all in on everything. I was all in the bills. Like we could have capitalized so much last year and. I think I think this year we're we're going to capitalize again on, on, on a certain few teams. So um, make sure y'all tune in to that because that's going to be a good one.
2: Should have said that was under too.
1: I did, but I had parlayed <laughs> I parlayed it with something else and I lost it. So you know you, you, you can't you can't do that. So um, anyway, that's 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 all we got. So make sure y'all tune in to that one next week, man. That's going to be a really really good one. Um, with whatever. So you got anything you want to say, man?
2: Nah, man. They know where to find us at, man. Check the website. Follow the Twitter. Get you some merch. Use the 12 on sports code. You know, we got everything, man. Basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Tune in to 12 on sports. Check out, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Follow our personal accounts all that good stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: Preach, care, preach. We're shy. We out.
0: Bought big value over a spot of lunch with great value car cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Grab yourself a big deal this lunchtime with great value home cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Supervalue Financial Services DAC trading as Supervalue Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.